What's happening, guys? Welcome back to the show. Happy Mindset Monday. Hope you're juiced. Hope you're um, rolling in with a lot of momentum, a lot of excitement for whatever it is you're uncovering today. Uh, crazy stuff in the NFL yesterday. Literally thought the Jacksonville Jaguars were going to knock off the Patriots. Thought uh, Tom Brady didn't have him in it, have it in him anymore. But kids, cool as a cucumber, man. Stepped up inside the five yard line. And uh, tossed an absolute beauty pass to Amendola. Um, and I know most of you, I, I don't know. I don't know if most of you guys are NFL fans or not, but to see playoff football, playoff sports is just a whole nother atmosphere. It's a whole nother level of competition. And uh, I really wanted, I was, I'm not going to lie. Admittedly, I hopped on the Jacksonville Jaguar bandwagon this year. They've been so poor for so long. And to see them turn it around has the NFL youngest. The youngest team in the NFL was extremely inspiring to watch that happen. I also have a very special place in my heart for Jacksonville as that stadium, I believe it's called Jeldwin Field, uh, that stadium was where I made my return as a professional footballer after my injury. Uh, my first preseason game was in that stadium. And so special place in my heart and will always have some love for the Jacksonville Jaguars simply because of that. Anyways, you know, the podcast is evolving. Things are changing. Ideas are, I'm trying to keep it new and innovative and always moving towards what excites me because I believe that should be your approach for life. And last week we talked about, um, with Ryan Harris, we talked about balancing effort and ease and working hard, but also pl being playful and, and exercising enjoyment and also working to breathe in breath and the mindfulness there. Um, and I believe that the approach needs to continue to be uh, sort of developed by Ryan as I think he's, he's just got so much to say and I, and I can't, I, I feel like I can't offer Ryan a better place to continue to speak his message than here on the podcast. So with that being said, just like we did with Janie B. World, Janie Brown, a couple of months ago, we brought her on to the show on Mindset Monday. We're bringing in uh, Mr. Ryan Harris himself to take over. He's going to talk to you guys a little bit about love today. And I uh, hope you sit back, enjoy yourself wherever you are right now. If you're excited about this episode, take a quick screenshot, tag myself, tag Ryan. It's at Rye Rizzle, R-I-R-I-Z-L-E on Instagram. Let them know you're listening. Let them know you're tuned in. Let them know you're ready to rock. All right, guys. So without any further ado, let's let the man with the plan hop on the podcast, Mr. Ryan Harris. Take it from here, my brother. I would like to talk about the statement, love your neighbor as you love yourself. I think it is a really valuable thing that we can start opening up for discussion. I know most of us have heard the phrase and are familiar with it. Um, maybe not as an actual practice, a thing that we do, but we've definitely heard the phrase before. And I'm curious about how we can start putting it into practice 
as a thing that we do with each other. Um, I, I know most of us have um, preferences, like to the people that of of the people that we surround ourselves with, and um, we tend to think of those people more as our neighbors than the more unsavory people in the world. Um, you know, cause in, in my mind, when I hear that phrase, what I hear is, okay, so neighbor, where, where is my neighbor? Is it the person that stays in my neighborhood? Well, yeah. Well, is it the person that stays in my city? Of course it is. What about the person that stays in my country? Yeah, I can see that. What about the person that stays in another country? Sure. What about a person that just stays on the planet? Yes, of course. It's like our neighbors are who we are sharing this earth with and not just who we want to share the earth with, but who we actually share the earth with, which is a lot of different types, people that we want to be our neighbors and people that we don't want to be our neighbors but still are and I think that we don't recognize that the the work that we really could be doing to shift the way that we operate with each other and commune with each other and um, build societies with each other could really be um, turned into something a lot more beautifully connected if we exercised this approach to each other and with each other. Um, and I think that I think that I have some good steps that we all could take to start exercising that. Um, one of the most valuable things that I do on a daily basis is, um, try to put myself in other people's shoes, you know, like it's just a really healthy way of saying, if I was in their position, how would I want to be treated? Not that I ever would be in their position or make the choices that they've made to get to where they are. But if I was in that position, how would I want people to treat me? How would I want society to treat me? How would I want authority to treat me? How would I want anyone as a decent human being to treat me if I was in someone else's position in life? Like poor, rich, black, white gay, straight, Republican, Democrat, whatever the fuck, how would I want to be treated? And it's a real simple exercise. It doesn't require much brain power or intelligence. It just requires like the act of, well, if I was, if I was in that situation, what, what would I, what would I want, how would I want people to treat me? You know, and because I feel like if we just started with that simple exercise, it would automatically soften our approach to other people in their situation. 
because we put ourselves in that position. So we've actually made ourselves into the neighbor. You know, it's like I've already switched positions with that person and at least tried to see their perspective or, th or their point of view, not, and, and the exercise isn't, and I think that a lot of us tend to back away from the exercise simply because it's like, well, if I do that, I might make somebody that's wrong, right. Or I might accept what they've done and it's unacceptable. And that's not the exercise. The exercise is simply if I put myself in their position, how would I want to be treated like right or wrong, good or bad? How would I want to be treated in that situation? And it it gives us a, a reference point for how we want to be in the world. Like loving somebody doesn't mean that like you you turn their wrongs into rights. It just means that you you give them grace and you forgive them because it's the it's the exercise of loving your neighbor that we're connect that we're connecting with to connect with. Like we're connecting it with us as a practice and then we're connecting each other with the practice. It's it's just like bringing together energy. It's like when when I love people that believe what I believe and think the way I think and like hold the same values it's real easy. I love them. They're great. Like, yes, please. As many of them as you'd like to populate the world with Jesus, that'd be awesome. And then it's like, well, what about people that don't think like I think at all, that don't like me at all, like that, that have opinions that I disagree with? Like, do they not have value? Do they not serve any purpose? Do they not deserve the same human decency that I could exercise if I just exercised it is my question, you know, because it, it really is a matter of what we exercise. I feel like we exercise being judgmental on a daily basis. We exercise being critical. We exercise being preferential. We exercise being judgmental. And it's like, what if instead of putting all this energy into the things that don't take us in the direction of loving our neighbors as ourselves, we actually started doing the exercises that moved us in, moved us in that direction, you know, and that is, that is one of the exercises, like putting yourself in someone else's shoes just to, just to get a different perspective. It was one of the exercises. Like another one is, choosing qualities that are loving and using them on people that you might not care for or you don't want to share the earth with. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of us have this idea of love that's just like, love, I love you, I, I, I love. You know, and we don't break it down into like, the elements that embody that that embody love like patience kindness edification like speaking highly of people like being grateful and gracious like all of these are elements of love that we could exercise on each other and it's not like and it's not this it's not this 
blanket statement or blanket energy of like that's this is love this is a this is an exercise of being loving like gratitude is always a way to exercise love patience is always a way to exercise love um you know not being judgmental is a way to exercise love you know because it 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 feeds that energy of this is how I would want to be treated into every interaction that we have or at least it can if we if we decide we're up for the exercise you know and that's kind of how I look at the whole thing of like how do you put this idea into practice well you exercise it like anything else you know it's your it's like your it's your it's your heart muscle that we're exercising. It's that 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 love muscle that needs our daily attention, just like the other things about us that we exercise. Like uh, some of us, you know, do crossword puzzles and read. We exercise our minds. Some of us work out and run and swim and bike and yoga. Um, to exercise our bodies and that that practice of loving our neighbors also has an element of ex like of needing to be exercised and if we just did it regularly then we would get better at it like one of my favorite phrases is consistency trumps intensity. Like the things that we do over and over again turn into our habits and our way of being and how we are in the world because we do them consistently and repeatedly and it becomes our practice and our way of being. And it's not the level of intensity that we exert is just the 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 ability to create momentum by doing the thing often and over and over and often you know and i and i feel like that is a valuable skill to develop just like consistently being grateful for something or someone or consistently being patient with something or someone and it might just be yourself that you're exercising these skills on but it turns into your approach to other people and other things and um and for me it it has created value in my life because i reckon because where I, when i when i when i speak to um loving people and not making them right is something that I've had to do in my had to do in my life for sure you know and recognizing that like that doesn't like loving someone doesn't eliminate their their wrongness if they've done something that violated somebody or harmed somebody like it doesn't turn it right it just says I still give you grace and I still ex and I'm still willing to do the work for myself of loving my neighbor because 
A, that's what I'm called to do. B, I know it creates value value in the world. And C, because it is the it is the most effective way of connecting us, you know, and I feel like if we are going to exist in a healthy way on this world, on this earth together, we we will at some point have to come to this practice and diligently and persistently exercise it on each other. Like we'll just have to, you know, in order for us to move forward as a society, as a collective, like I don't see any other way around that work. And I would like for us to do it sooner than later. It seems that we need more of it in the society as an energy that we create amongst each other and in ourselves as an energy that we walk around with, you know, like more than anything, what I recognize is that we don't get to walk around in that for ourselves often enough, you know, that love your neighbor energy is something that you, if you practice it, that's actually what you exist in. Like we think we exist outside of of our of ourselves, like in the world, and we don't. We exist inside of ourselves as this feeling of do I feel loved and accepted, or do I feel like judged and condemned, or do I feel embraced? Do I feel um, alienated? Like inside of me, and we can we can do things to shift that. Um, and a lot of times where we start is that feeling that we walk around in, and that's kind of what we project out. And if we, and if we started doing the work of exercising this mindset and exercising this approach with each other, just as a, just as a, maybe even just starting as an internal dialogue, like questioning questioning why we aren't doing it doing the thing and then turning it into a thing that we do just on ourselves like let me be patient with me today I know I've been like really easily frustrated with myself let me like take a breath let me just take a breath take a moment step back I'm going to be patient with me and then move forward we get acquainted with just how to do that with other people you know, if we took ourselves, took ourselves a little more lightly, found the humor in things like it would take us a long way. It would move us forward in a way that wasn't so heavy with ourselves, like learning how to learning how to not beat ourselves up over failures or missteps or mistakes, you know, is like for sure learn something from it and more than anything be light with yourself it will help you be light with other people which is a great way to engage with each other you know like what we deny and deprive ourselves of personally is what we end up depriving and denying other people because we aren't acquainted with how to use it at all and it's like if you're not acquainting yourself with these practices on a on a on a on a basis of just like this is how I treat me then it'll be 
really challenging to give that out of yourself. And, you know, like we have to get personally acquainted with these qualities and how to use them on our on our hearts and on our heads and in our own bodies to start healing the way we approach ourselves, like creating that like love for our neighbor by by actually loving the person that we are holy to start and then recognizing that that person when they are fully fortified with that approach and those qualities really just generates it just as a natural expression of this is how I am you know like the practice that comes out of us is the practice that we do on a daily basis like I I could I could I could pretend to be patient with you and it might look like I'm patient, but if I don't practice that on myself, it's just, a, it's a, it becomes this like fake expression of patience. It just looks like it. But inside we know we're still like, what the fuck? Like, why won't this person do this? Or why won't they hurry up? Or why aren't they like getting it? You know, it's like inside we know even Though we might be seeming to be patient, if we don't know how to be patient, it just seems that we are. And really inside, we're still we're still like have that like that that nervous tick of like I am like this person has two more seconds and I'm going to explode inside versus the person that practices patience on themselves daily enough to where when they sit with someone who isn't getting it or like it's frustrating or like they don't agree with it's like okay well they're still not getting it or like we're still not vibing and it's okay and I'm and and I have to be good with this and I'll be patient with them and I'll be patient with myself because like that is the exercise it's like we're giving out and we're giving in like it's like i give i have to give me that same thing i have to give you that same thing because the exercise is love your neighbor as you love yourself and when i so it's like same same like i'm not giving you anything that i'm not giving myself patience patience yeah you get some i get some grace grace you get some i get some forgiveness you get some i get some like Everybody is participating in it from the place of this is what I'm practicing. So I feel like those are some really healthy steps forward. If 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 anybody listening is interested in making those steps forward, then just try on those those couple tips and see what happens. I mean, the worst thing that could happen is you end up loving more fully and richly and learning to accept people that you might not have accepted before. And to me, that is valuable and rewarding on a personal level and is valuable and rewarding on a societal level. And I hope that as a society, we are up for that for more of that and I hope that we are willing to be examples of it as lived and I hope that um, if you're listening you will try on the exercise with consistency 
not intensity. Like it doesn't have to be a zero to a hundred. Like I, these people over here, I hate. Let me just love them all. That's not that. That's unrealistic. It's like, well, let me just start by putting myself in their shoes. Like not, not, not worrying about like whether I can do it or not. Let me just try. Let me be. Let me be. Um. Let me work on being patient with people I might not understand. Let me just try it on, not with the intention of getting it right or wrong, but just seeing if I can actually like do the exercise. And then from there, hopefully there will be enough successes and enough like positive feedback from the exercise that you'll want to do it more. But I would love to live in a world where that is how we operate and engage and um, related to each other. And I know that we all have that capacity. And I would ask that we all start exercising that capacity on, on whatever level we're comfortable starting, but just like making, starting, just starting. I look forward to this world that we are creating and sharing and I'm excited and honored and grateful that I got to share my perspective on this um, statement. Have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. Namaste. Namaste.